We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. And I am super excited to say we are back. Justin and I are back with our weekly UConn uh, episode talking about UConn Husky football. We had to take a about a three-week break, uh, for one, for the holidays, and then two, about two weeks for me because I lost my voice as a podcaster. That's my moneymaker, so uh, I failed there. But, Justin, so glad to have you back. Oh, thank you very much. I'm so glad to be back with you, Bobby. Well, we, we obviously have plenty to discuss in our, in our time away. I mean, we played a bowl game, <laughs> and you were, you were there. So that uh, obviously didn't end the way we wanted – well, it didn't start the way we wanted it to, I should say. But um, nonetheless, I mean, great experience for our guys moving forward. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, uh, go, going down to Conway, uh, I stayed at the Connor Lodge in Conway, and – what was the cool thing about it is that they had a cool bar there called the Coastal Ale House. And they had really good food. I mean, bartenders were awesome. Uh, staff was awesome. Except the only thing that I didn't like was it was a bunch of Eagle fans down there. And we arrived on Sunday. And my Dallas was playing. And I was like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of Philly people in Myrtle Beach, I've learned. <laughs> Yeah, because they all, it, it, it's, it's kind of weird because I, I we, we actually talked to one guy and he said, yeah, we kind of just migrate down here. I mean, a lot of us, we, we kind of get sick of the cold and we want to go the warmth. So I said, okay, it makes sense. Makes sense. I get it. <laughs> well, like, like I said, I mean, that, that the bowl game against Marshall definitely didn't start the way that we wanted it to, that's for sure. No, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I was there. I mean, it, UConn fans were unreal. I mean, you know, going in, I was thinking, oh, man, hopefully we get a crowd. And it was a pretty huge crowd. And from the start, I mean, you know, Marshall had that fumble. And I was like, oh, here we go. Right, right. Momentum. And then all of a sudden we got the fumble off of a uh, option call and I'm yep. like oh, really <laughs> I was like come on I and, know uh, you know it from there I mean they it, they they scored and uh, you know a- after that too we got the interception in Marshall territory and they they got the touchdown and I was like oh come on guys well, they, they didn't give up. That's the number one thing, and that's the thing that we've learned to love about this team is we know they're going to play, and they played till the bitter end of this game, and hats off to the guys for fighting till the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we definitely have to call out uh, Victor Rosa. Absolutely. He, he definitely had a game of his life. I mean, a freshman, you know, having two touchdowns in a bowl game, that's amazing. And, 
you know, he, we, we were actually all like fired up, like, Oh my goodness, we might actually do this because after the pick, uh, Malik Dixon uh, Mm -hmm. had the pick and I was like, Oh man, we can actually go down for another, you know, touchdown. And, you know, and, and things didn't work out, but I mean, the fans were nuts. I I actually think the fans were nuts, but the actual uh, the the players' families uh, were crazy too. And uh, when Brandon Boyer uh, got you know every single time he had a yeah tackle, I I heard his father say, "That's my boy," and <laughs> that was kind of cool to, to to definitely hear. That's awesome. Hats off to him for making it to the Hula Bowl. Yeah, oh, most definitely, and uh, Trey Wortham. Yep, too. yep, yeah. I, mean, I can't wait to watch those guys play. Both those guys, you know, they they definitely deserved it, and they they played their butts off all year long. Absolutely, so happy for those guys that they get an opportunity to play in, in an All Star game and in front of scouts. I couldn't be happier for those guys. No, me neither, and you know, it's it's. It's actually kind of an unreal thing because, you know, uh, see, seeing those guys all year long, I mean, you, you can just see them develop and get more comfortable with the system. And it, it's actually pretty nice to see. And You know, I, I congratulated those two guys because they definitely deserved it. Absolutely. And hopefully they get a shot in the NFL, but if it doesn't work there, I mean, there's the XFL now, there's the USFL, there's other opportunities now for guys to – be professional football players to potentially get to the NFL afterwards too. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, there's actually a bunch of outlets and, you know, even if those guys, you know, are, but let's say go in as like free agents. I mean, there's, there's so many outlets now that you can work your way up to the NFL. And I actually think those guys could, you know, compete, but if NFL teams see different, I mean, prove it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's all I say to him. Absolutely. And the other guy, you and I have talked about this a lot. Uh, Jake Godoyne is going to have a chance as well. I mean, really, really good football player. Oh, yeah. And actually seeing him, like, you know, pretty close to on the field, he's a big boy. He is. <laughs> and, I, I mean, honestly, he he could actually make a pretty good career out of, you know, out of the NFL. Absolutely. I talked with his dad for a long time at the Ball State game, and and comes from a great family, you can tell. And I can tell where he gets his size from. He gets it from his dad for sure. (laughs) Well, it's almost like that when when sons and fathers, you know, you can kind of tell where the sons get the size from. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, another thing that we've been doing really, really well um, since the last time we talked was in the transfer portal. I mean, we've been we've been hitting on some uh, guys that are really going to be impact players for us. Yeah, actually, we, you know, with with the players that we have gotten from the transfer portal, they're they're monsters. I mean, these guys can play, and you know, they're most of them are ranked on uh, ESPN, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they should come in and make an impact um, immediately. Absolutely. I mean, we got Zachary Spears, a cornerback from Washington, Eric Gilliard, linebacker from Kansas, um, Louis Hansen from uh, tight end from Michigan, uh, 
Mumu Ben Wahad, a cornerback from West Virginia, and then most recently uh, Ray Eldridge, a defensive lineman from Richmond. And I, it's 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 actually kind of nice to see because uh, defensive back wise, I I think that's you know, it's no disrespect to all the players there, but it's definitely you know we we we've definitely made an upgrade. Um, those players coming in can uh, definitely compete for a job. I mean, they they don't have a job right now, you know, on on our you know. Uh, too deep, but you know what? They can definitely make it. Absolutely. I mean, if nothing else, we've heard Coach Moore say it a hundred, hundred million times. You and I have said it countlessly. It creates competition, which is the number one thing you need to be a good football team. Yes, and 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 most fans, you know, most fans I've heard, you know, it's like, oh, why would you over recruit your players? You have to. You have to your players in college because mm-hmm. that's what makes competition. And that's the only way your your, your team's going to succeed. Absolutely. And realistically, the the only the big loss that we had was Nate Carter transferring out. But uh, super happy to see him commit to Michigan State. I hope he does really really well there. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, as a UConn fan, uh, whoever transfers out, it's actually really nice to see uh, players go to a P five. I mean, that, that, that really, you know, sets a statement saying, you know, it actually looks good on UConn. Mm-hmm. It sets a statement saying, if you come to UConn, you could, you could potentially be, you know, a P5 player, but mm-hmm. playing for UConn. And UConn, you, I know one day, and you know one day, too, we're definitely going to go to a P5. We're going to compete, and I mean... Uh, we're definitely setting up the uh, foundation for uh, success. One hundred percent. And and I will add with the transfer portal talk, uh, with me working for Rivals with those guys for Rivals UConn. I know that there's some more stuff in the works too. Um, can't say more than that though. But Husky fans, we we can be excited about the future, and that there are more pieces going to be added to this football team. And I, I, as a fan, I can't wait because there's going to be some more woo-hoos. Uh, a lot of the Twitter's uh, uh, fans, uh, actually, Twitter, uh, I guess UConn Twitter knows me as the woo-hoo guy. <laughs> you are the woo-hoo guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll just start calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm really excited about Ray Eldridge joining because I, I, you can always add help in the trenches. Like Jim Morris said it, you, have, I, you and I have said it a hundred times too. Game, your games are won in the trenches. So getting a guy like that is huge. It's going to help us. Uh, the more pieces you can have in that department, the better you're going to be. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you know, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, uh, you know, a, a guy with experience, a guy with size, a guy with, you know, speed that can go in and, you know, create pressure. That's something that, you know, you would always say, okay, you can come to my team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually think that he could definitely be a person that, you know, creates pressure on the quarterbacks next year. Absolutely. And, and I'm excited to say, too, that I'm going to be having him on uh, on the show Thursday night. I'm going to be interviewing him. 
So Husky Nation, you can look forward to that at the end of this week. But uh, the little conversations I've had with him already, he seems like a really bright guy and really excited to talk with him some more. And that's the that's the that's actually the thing too that I have to you know uh, definitely talk about. You know these players, they they're they're engaged on Twitter. They're engaged yes. on all social media, and as fans, we absolutely love it. And when they you know like our stuff or retweet our stuff, I mean that's huge because we haven't seen that before. And all these guys coming in, they they have so much respect mm-hmm. and the, 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 uh, the way they want to come in and, you know, just play football and love the game of football is, is just truly amazing. 100%. I mean, it's, it's night and day to what, uh, UConn fans are used to. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've definitely seen our better days. <laughs> Well, one thing I kind of thought was interesting today, too, was uh, one of the strength and conditioning coaches. Um, I, I don't know if he resigned, stepped down, whatever it may be, but I saw that he is leaving UConn. Yeah, so uh, I probably butcher his last name, but Chauncey uh, Schism. Yeah, yep. Uh, he, he was an assistant, and it by his tweet, it almost seemed like he had another job aligned. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really hoping he has he had the job online because you know he's working with our great strength and conditioning coach uh, Matt King. Yep. And he definitely deserves you know it. He deserves credit and he definitely deserves a pretty nice job. I agree, <laughs> and I know our strength and conditioning uh, coaches have taken a little bit of heat this year from some fans because of some of the injuries that we've had. But injuries are a part of football, and it's. Unfortunately, these type of things happen, and it just so happened that UConn had a bunch of them all at one time, um, and hopefully a better fortune next year. But again, it's not on the strength and conditioning coaches; it's it's part of the game. Yeah, no, and in you know with the with the artificial turf, with uh, you know regular grass that you play on, I mean. A, a lot of guys, what they do is they bust their ACL and MCL off of artificial turf. Mm-hmm. They don't do it on, you know, normal grounds. And for for a strength and conditioning coach to be like, okay, you know, to, to pinpoint that stuff, it's, it's you know, you, you can't pinpoint that stuff. Right. I mean, uh, you know, it, it happens in professional sports too. Right. But the... Actually, the nice thing about the rehab part of it, uh, NBA and NFL does, is they actually uh, have resistant bands. And what they do is they have uh, different techniques and stuff to strengthen the knee so it will never happen again. But the, these guys that come from high school, you never know what you know what happened to them, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they could have injured it, but they... They, they didn't think it was anything serious, and then all of a sudden they come to college and they injure themselves. I mean, it, it, it happens. It, it does. It's, it's part of it. As somebody who's been there and done that uh, on my end, it's, it, it's part of it. And you sit there as an athlete, you question why sometimes, but uh, it's like I, I keep saying it, but it's, it's just part of playing sports, and you know what you're signing up for when, when you get into it. Yeah, in sports, you know, 
a lot of kids coming into it too don't really realize you know how much it really uh takes effects on effect on the body mm-hmm. and the 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 shock that the knees get the shock that the whole body gets i mean it's you, you don't realize it when you're younger but when you're older you feel it I'm, I, trust me i feel it <laughs> it's it's almost like a head game it know? is and when when you get injured too you know coming back from it it it's like oh god i don't want to injure myself again Mm-hmm. well i know we had somebody on twitter ask us about some of the injuries and some of the guys moving forward and what it looks like for spring ball I will say I I can't speak for for every player and everything, but for for uh, the things that I've heard, it, it's it's very positive on that front when it comes to all the guys healing correctly and they're all going in the right direction. Yeah, and, and you know most of those guys too. It's going to take time, but I see a lot of those guys you know playing in spring ball. Um, I I know like freshmen. Uh, Ben Murawski and uh, Brady Wayburn, they were injured, but, you know, ha- having like a whole year to, to recuperate, you know, it, it would be nice to see them in spring. If not, it would be nice to see them in the season. Right, right. Well, I mean, we know that's what we have to look forward to now is spring football, but obviously there's going to be a lot of time between now and then. And we've, of course, got the transfer portal and, and more uh, recruiting going on as well. So, I mean, we're going to have plenty to talk about, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to come in a fury. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we had a pretty good signing class, too. I, I think uh, for the early signing period, some of the guys that we, we've obviously talked about um, pretty pretty f- frequently on the show here, <clears throat> but – we we know a handful of them are enrolling early too, so that that's exciting. So we'll be able to see them in the spring. Oh yeah, and, uh, in, in, the the guys that I'm kind of looking forward to is uh, Tucker McDonald, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Drowdy, and uh, Cam Chadwick. I mean, those guys I think can definitely make an immediate impact. Um, I know I had a podcast with uh, Tulu Wadimi uh, Tundi, and it sounded like that his first year he's going to be on special teams, and then his second year he'll definitely be you know either second string or he can work himself up to first string. And the coaches were actually pretty excited about him because of his size and his you know speed and and just his self awareness. I'm looking forward to having him on the show in the future too. You just just hearing him talk to you, he seems like such an intelligent young man and just watching the film that I've seen on him. I mean, he looks like a heck of a football player too. Oh yeah. He, he's actually the most kind, you know, person out there. I mean, uh, when he comes on a podcast, he just, he just, you know, it's, it's almost comfortable and he makes it in a way where whatever you talk, whatever you talk about, whatever questions you have, He'll answer it, and uh, he's he's definitely a he, he's definitely a, you know he has a bunch of respect, and uh, he's definitely you know I I actually think he's going to be one of the impact players uh, coming to UConn next year. I, I had Cam Chadwick on before or during the season as well, and I mean 
he's another one, just an extremely intelligent young man. I mean, you can, his dad played, so you can tell like he's been around the game his whole life and he knows what, what it's about. And just, uh, you want guys like that on, in your program. Yeah. And he, it, it's kind of funny too, because I asked him, you know, uh, when, when, when did you actually, you know, start football? And he was kind of like a Dama Sonogo, you know, soccer. And then he came to the States. I actually came to Canada. And uh, that's where he kind of learned it from. And I guess they were playing, you know, a lot of uh, top programs this year. And their team didn't do so well, but he still developed. And, you know, he, he still had, he, even if they had a, you know, not the greatest record, he still had a lot of optimism in uh you know, he said the guys in the locker room when he went were great, and coaching staff, you know, they they were great to him too. And he says, "I was UConn all the way." You love to hear it. Oh, I I love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. You want guys like that. They're all in. They're committed, and I I think we're seeing that too with the lack of UConn players hitting the transfer portal. There there haven't been very many UConn football players in the portal, and I think it speaks wonders to what Coach Moore and the staff are doing. Yeah, no, this, it, actually, uh, what, what I've heard, too, is the staff is making it very comfortable, you know, where you, you work, but you have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing to hear. And to see, you know, to not to see many transfers – is actually really good. Um, it actually branches out to a lot more uh, people on the transfer portal, even people that are playing for teams right now, saying, you know, UConn is actually one of the one of the schools that, you know, you can have your fun, but you have to work. And that's, that's what actually makes it enjoyable. 100%. I, I, we can switch gears a little bit now to I, – I, talking a little bit about uh, some of the some of the different players. I mean, I know we've heard a lot of chatter about Zion Turner and even offensive coordinator Nick Charlton. And uh, I'll be the first one to sit here and say, one, we need to support our guys no matter what. And these guys are giving it their all for the university and for the football program. And we should we shouldn't question that at all. Uh, if yeah. if there's mistakes made on the field, there's mistakes made on the field. They're human beings, first of all. <laughs> exactly, and you know, it, if my Twitter, it, it, if my tweets rubbed off the wrong way, saying I want Zion Turner out, that's no, you know, it that's that's a no no. I mean, uh, you know, the guy came in as, as a freshman. You know, there was there was there was certain you know uh, circumstances like injuries, and he came in to fill the role really well. I agree. Um, was there times that he played as a freshman? Of course. Of course. But uh, of course, a freshman plays as a freshman. Um, did he learn from his mistakes? Yes. And I actually, you know, same with Nick Charlton. You know, coming from Maine, um, it's going to take him some time. And with the players that he had, and with the plays that he had to call, I mean, he called the right plays, and and I respect it. You know, I, I respect him for that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that 
when players come in or when coaches come in that are new, you got to give them time. And the more time they have, the better they will be. And I, I, I actually believe Zion Turner and Nick Charlton uh, next year, it's going to be a difference. And, you know, most of, you know, most fans or whatever, you know, is saying, you know, else, you know, what, whatever. It's, you got to just give the system time. And I, I, I think if you do, I think, we'll actually be rewarded as fans and as a fan base and as a school. Absolutely. Um, This is, I'll first say, there's probably nobody out there from the fan side or media side like myself that is more supportive of Coach Tarleton. I think he is an offensive genius. And the system that he is putting in place is going to take two or three years for it to all come together correctly, um, just there, it's a it's a complicated scheme that he had to simplify drastically this year, and he did a masterful job doing it. Um, so, I, I like you, I applaud him for what he did this year. Yeah, and and, and a lot of people with like the bowl game too, you know. Yeah, I, you know, it was a lot of plays that you know were blown up. It's because Marshall had tape on us, and they knew what their what our strengths were, and mm-hmm. they played to our strengths. And the thing is, is that next year's gonna be different, though. I mean, this year, you know, look look at basketball. Uh, you know, with uh, with Dan Hurley coming in, you know, his first year he had to he had to deal with his you know ups and downs, but then after that, he he grew a team. And I actually believe that Coach Moore and his staff are going to grow a team that you, you know, State of Connecticut are happy with. Are we happy we made it to a bowl? Yes, we're very happy. Um, you know, the the loss. You know, we we played a pretty tough Marshall team, and you know, it's it is what it is. And uh, you know, are we going to learn from it? Yes, and. We're we're gonna build a team that I I actually think that Connecticut's gonna be happy with. One hundred percent. And first, that Marshall team that we played, the Marshall defense led the nation in third down percentage defense. Only allowed about twenty five percent conversion rate on third downs. That is an elite level defense right there when it comes to that statistic. And and I, I, the one thing I loved after the game, Coach Morris said. This is now the benchmark for UConn football. This is this is not only the standard that is set. We now need to exceed it, and and I love that. Yeah, no, we we definitely have to ex, you know exceed it, even if it's one win more than this year. Mm-hmm. That's way better than this year, and then after that, one more win, then one more win, and we'll we'll definitely make it up there. And I've. I, I have total faith in the, in the staff and, you know, uh, with with Matt Charlton calling the offense and, you know, e- even if we don't get a defensive coordinator, even if we just, even if they just work as a team, I mean, I actually think we have a lot of, a lot of good pieces and, you know, and, and we definitely have a lot of work with. 
100%. I, I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> well, Justin, you got anything that you would like to add? Uh, let's go to a bowl next year, UConn. Absolutely. <laughs> well, have, have you heard... I'm going to be joining a, a uh, podcast later this week um, involving uh, the Cincinnati, uh, I believe they're calling it the Skyline Chili Bowl or something like this, something or other, um, that a bowl game is being created in Cincinnati, and there's rumblings of UConn potentially being a bowl tie-in to that. What, what, would your, what are your thoughts on that? I did hear that, and... Actually, just being a bull tie-in team would be great for this team. Absolutely, uh, because it it would it would make them, you know, want to work for it. I mean, this year we worked for it, but that would be a big accomplishment for you know the NC, you know, e- even even bull or NCA, you know, acknowledging UConn as hey, you guys deserve a bull tie-in, so we're gonna give it to you, you know, and they'll work for it. It's the... Yeah. So, uh, in, you, you know, they, they're going to have to work for it. And, uh, NCA and, and bowl tie-ins there. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they, uh, acknowledge UConn, uh, to go into a bowl, and that would be fine because, uh, you know, Cincinnati, um, it's definitely a recruiting ground. Absolutely. It's it's a very great place to find some recruits and get uh, – Ohio has fantastic high school football. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. And, you know, it's – you know, Ohio and whatever we recruit, I mean, it's – it will be good for UConn and 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 to go there and e- even for fans to to travel and you know and just enjoy themselves. I I, I would be fine with that bowl tie-in. And, and one of the other rumors I heard involved with it too was having an AAC tie-in, which I know could ruffle some feathers from UConn fans, but. I, I don't care who we play. I just think having a bull tie-in is huge. I think that will actually make us have, you know, it kind of have a chip on your shoulder a little bit. And uh, I I really don't care who we play either as long as it's, you know, a bowl. And, you know, even a bowl win will definitely be, you know, awesome. And we definitely deserve it. And I think next year – it. It's kind of weird because after, you know, it, nobody expected a bull tie-in, you know, after last year's record. And mm-hmm. then this year's record, all of a sudden everything changes. And that's, I I still, I still can't get over it. I mean, uh, you know, and it, it's, it'll be great for us. And, you know, whoever we play, you know, I, I really hope we play them strong and, I hope we represent Connecticut. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I know that there's probably not two more optimistic guys about this football program out there than you and I, but it is, it's so refreshing to be having this conversation because 
Last year at this point, we definitely were nowhere close to having this conversation. Oh, God, no. I I mean, I I was the guy, even if it was a blowout last year, uh, you know, I saw the TV on, I was still rooting on my Yukon. I mean, I will stick by you guys' side, and, uh, you know, I I think better days are to come. I mean, I I think after this year, it, it definitely does set set stone and, you know, and, and UConn football is going to be talked about, and I just can't wait for it. Absolutely, and we'll be here every week to talk about it, as, as long as I don't lose my voice again. <laughs> yes, please don't lose your voice. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, Justin, anything, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, get off the air? I think we covered it all. All right. Well, buddy, as always, it's a pleasure having you on. I, I was really looking forward to this today. I'm like, man, I get to talk to Justin finally. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going through the draws. <laughs> <laughs> well, buddy, go ahead and let the listeners know where they can, uh, where they can connect with you. Uh, you can connect with me on Twitter, Hawkeye282. <clears throat> Absolutely. Feel free to follow me personally as well at Coach underscore B Will. And as always, the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. As always, Justin and I thank you guys for your support. We love Husky Nation, UConn Nation. You guys are the best. Um, go Huskies and God bless.